and this one is episode 224. How many goals have you set and within a few weeks have just kind of forgot about them or just kind of thought, oh, maybe, yeah, I'll, maybe I'll abandon that idea? And you found a diary from last year and opened it up and thought, oh, oh, yeah, I remember when I committed to that idea or thought I was going to do that, but I didn't. But I really wish I did. Most people don't set goals correctly and it leads to failing dismally or that strategy becoming an active part of how someone successfully self-sabotages themselves. So today I'm going to give you a five-step goal-setting strategy that you can use to actually make some cool shit happen. Do you want that? I think you do. Otherwise you wouldn't be here. (laughs) Let's get into it. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another episode of the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you enjoy this show or you listen regularly or you've listened for years now uh, and you want to maybe say thanks in some kind of way, I'd be super grateful. But just hitting five stars inside Spotify or Apple Podcasts and sharing you know, a bit of a sentence about your experience of the show would be super, super appreciated. Um, and I'd be super grateful and I'd give you a virtual hug when I read it. So how about them eggs? <laughs> no, honestly, it's very much appreciated and helps this podcast get to more people. So thank you. Uh, anyway, we're talking about goals. We're talking about setting goals in a way that actually leads to goals being achieved. Uh, it's, it's, we're in a world where it's very easy to make lots of goals and there's lots of goal setting videos and goal setting advice and like, what are your goals at New Year? years and all that kind of thing and then we kind of just forget about it and go back to how we used to live life which was deeply unfulfilling which is why we created a goal in the first place and for many people this year their their mission or their goal could be similar to ours which is that in 2023 it's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way and if you've set any food nutrition wellness goals or anything like that then I I want you to listen to this episode because there's probably a few bits of your goal setting strategy missing that mean that those goals are not going to happen or there's not going to be any follow through. So what I want to suggest is that a goal is just an idea. How many ideas do you have every single day? 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 or every month or every year or in your life? How many ideas have you had? Probably thousands, right? And a goal is just an idea. It could be framed as an intention, but just like an idea, an intention and an idea, they don't mean much in the absence of what I'm about to share with you. So this is for people that have ever set a health goal and not achieved it. That's all of us. (laughs) Particularly when it comes to the busy world that we live in and all of the competing priorities and all the things that society and marketing and social media and Netflix are all trying to tell us we're meant to be, it's really difficult to manage ourselves effectively in this overstimulated, excessive world. And the reason this matters is because we want to be able to actually have a goal and achieve it because it's so incredibly fulfilling when we do that. But more importantly, the quality of our life improves, the quality of our life experience improves, the deeper the connections we have with other people that become, and that is fulfillment. The goal of life is not happiness, right? Everyone's like, oh, I want to be happy. We've got to be happy. The goal of life is to have as many fulfilling interactions and experiences as you can. And there's a big difference between fulfilling and happy. Happy is a fleeting 
fleeting situation. Just like on the other end, depression for most people should be a fleeting situation. We want to find somewhere in the middle where we're mostly content but always striving for fulfillment in the things that we do. However, we can't just get there by having a goal of fulfillment or a goal of health or a goal of weight loss or a goal of fix my life, whatever the thing is, right? So we have to do this in a way that is effective and actually achieves an outcome. So here is how to set up your goals through these five easy steps. How's that for a marketing line? Five easy steps to set your goals. <laughs> All right, number one, goal. Set the goal. Having a goal is good. We want to know where we're going, right? Otherwise, we're just walking around a jungle looking for a tree and we find them everywhere and we can't differentiate them, right? So having a clear goal is good. Where do you want to go? But at this stage, it's just an idea, right? The second thing that I want you to do, so write the goal down and you might have a few of them. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't overcommit. Don't self-sabotage. Just enough goals that are manageable and achievable. And this process will actually help you make it manageable and achievable. So the second thing to do after you've set the goal is to write down the behavior or behaviors that you need to let go of. What are the things you need to stop doing to create space for this goal to be achieved? Because we've all got the same amount of time in a day and I'm guessing you weren't not busy before, right? So you're going to have to let go of some stuff. You're going to have to create some space. What do you need to do less or what do you need to say goodbye to in order to create space? The third thing is what behavior or behaviors or thing do you need to change or adopt or bring in to achieve that goal? So in the space you just created by pushing away some old stuff, what are you bringing in to to, to fill that gap that's actually going to lead you towards the goal? The fourth thing you want to do is to schedule it. If you do not have time, it's not going to happen. It's that simple. (laughs) It just stays in phase one, which is just my goal is an idea. And eventually it becomes that goal becomes part of your self-sabotage strategy because you didn't set yourself up effectively and then you just blame yourself for sucking at not committing to goals and not doing well, right? So the fourth thing that we want to do is we want to actually make sure we have time scheduled each week, each day, whatever the goal looks like. It's going to look different for everybody and that might involve uh, calling up and booking in for sessions or programs or commitments or even just with friends or family to be able to say, hey, we we all need to be here at this time in order for us to achieve this mutual goal that we've got, right? And that marries in nicely with step five, which is you must have accountability. If other people don't know about it, this goal is so so much more likely to fail. In fact, there's been a study done where they found that people that had an accountability buddy with their goals were 75% more likely to achieve their goals, right? So if other people don't know because you didn't tell them because you're scared or embarrassed of failing and having somebody that you love, care and respect know that you've let yourself down, I understand. That's terrifying. That's It's scary to put yourself out there knowing that there's a risk and probably if we look back in the past, we've probably failed a load of times. It's the reason we're doing this goal-setting exercise is because if we set our goals up properly, we're actually so much more likely to achieve them and accountability, that this step alone, as I just said, in some studies shows up to 75% more li- increased likelihood of being able to actually achieve that goal. So you must tell people and that person has to be someone you give permission to be able to call you out but also you want to have an agreement that they are flexible too and that they understand that you know some days just are a bit shitty you don't want you don't want like the the drill sergeant every single day because that ends up becoming you know painful and you end up giving up out of fear and and pain and suffering and we don't want that right we we want a bit of that 
We want to mix it up though. We want someone that's flexible. We also don't want someone that is going to join you in self-sabotage and quitting, right? Now, quitting is not always a bad thing. Quitting when necessary because maybe you're doing something that causes injury or you're doing a diet that's causing you gut problems and it's not feeling good, that's a good reason to quit. But what I mean is you don't want the friend that's joining you in the health transformation challenge that's like, hey, let's just have a wine. And you're like, oh, I'm so glad you said wine. I was going to say it, but I'm glad you said it. And, it was, and then you both join each other on a regular basis in helping each other break the rules and let yourselves down. So these are the five steps. So set the goal. Choose the behavior that's going to departed from your world. Leave your world. The thing that you need to do less of to create space. Three, which thing are you going to bring in? Which behavior are you going to do that will lead to the goal actually occurring? Four, schedule time. And five, tell someone or people or join a group so that there is human, real human accountability. And this five-step process will help your goals be realistic and massively increase the likelihood that they will be achieved. So... Get a piece of paper, get a pen, listen to this episode again and give it a go. And if you've enjoyed this episode or you know anybody that needs to set their goals more effectively or you've watched them trip themselves over time and time and time again, send them this episode, give them this exercise so that they know how to set themselves up for success. You also probably want to check in on these goals pretty regularly, but that's an agreement that you want to come to with your accountability buddy. Anyway, team. If you've enjoyed this, share it with a friend, put it out there to the world, tag me on social media. I'm out and about on all of the platforms, trying to be cool like all the cool kids today. Uh, So if you're there, let's hang out. Anyway, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.